Fireside. This is the third podcast for the year coming at you on the 18th of January. It was an exciting damn week of content or of uh, information as well as content. Of course, the streams and whatnot. We've got to check out some Ring of Elysium. Uh, there's also been Realm dropped some stuff. Uh, Division 2 dropped their PvP info, so we finally got some stuff on that. And there's a ton of really good questions from you guys that we're going to be able to get to. Uh, just so you guys know, I'm going to keep any of the donations or things for the very end after I end the show, but I will try and actually read the chat a little bit more today. I'm going to try and have that be part of this, and we'll just see how it goes. I don't want it to distract me too much. Like I like the premise of being able to have a specific thing where I can talk longer on it and, and really focus on it, but at the same time... From you guys. Apologies, let me stop the echo. But at the same time, I think one of the cool things about this is that it is live and that we can, uh, you know, we can hang out and I can take your guys' questions and maybe we can find a better way to utilize that uh, to make it a to make it the best the best thinking show we can. Um, so without further ado, let's jump into some of the stuff that I had prepared. Battle Royales being one of obviously the things that I've been playing the most of recently. It's it's always a point of topic for me and I feel like anybody in my community um that watches the content. Uh something that was interesting. I don't remember if it was a question here or if it was during the week or what, but somebody brought up the point. And I don't think I have specifically talked about it yet, but it was uh will anything crush Fortnite? What's going to kill Fortnite? My community in particular is pretty split on this. Um there's a lot of people that really love the game. A lot of people that really hate the game, and uh, I'm I'm in the camp of really enjoying it. Like I think it's an awesome game, but at the same time, uh, it's not something I really play every day. It's not the main focus of everything that I do. Uh, it's it's just something that's kind of like when I'm looking for a different battle royale to play. It's a great one to play. They always drop a ton of content for it, and they're in such an insane position. I don't see it ever happening. I think the game's gonna be here for another easy four years four or five years as uh, a game maybe not the most in popularity but if you look at something like minecraft was which was kind of like the predecessor of something that just took over the world in video games um you know I, I maybe those kids that are just starting to play fortnite or you know there's older people that play it too but i think obviously it's huge with you know teenagers and people you know it's big in schools and i think those guys are going to grow up and want to play other games so i think overall it's super beneficial for like gaming in general because it's making it more normal like there's teams there's leagues that are starting they're literally spending millions of dollars on esports for it like i feel like i feel like fortnite's going to be be crushing for a while but it still leads to the question like there's so many more battle royales coming out now it's like are any of them going to crush it are any of them going to take over? I think there's potential, but I just don't see any. Personally, I don't see anything taking over Fortnite. But there's going to be something that comes along and does. There's going to be some other game that is better, that is, uh, you know, more formatted, that's going to be free, whatever. It's going to be similar, but it's probably going to be a different genre. I don't imagine that a battle royale is going to be what replaces Fortnite. I think just like Minecraft was kind of replaced by Fortnite, kind of. I mean, there's still a lot of people that play Minecraft too. It's not dead, but I think that's, you know, Fortnite's the main talking point of games. There's going to be something out. We'll see what it is. And that's what, you know, I'm obviously keeping an eye out for. I think everybody who's creating content is just because we're just looking for always something fun to play. Um, but in terms of battle royales that are coming out, in terms of what I think is going to stand out, uh, I, I don't know what can 
what could even take a majority share at this point. So we have Realm Royale, which just dropped a pretty huge update. That was one that I played quite a bit of, and it looked really promising uh, a few months back. It was a game that, like, even Ninja was saying, oh, this is, this is my secondary game that I'm going to be playing. There was... Uh, it was really growing in numbers, mostly on PC. They said that it was going to be out on console as well, which it's in closed early access for for some people uh, with the beta. So it's still something that's like, it's kind of around. And uh, with this recent update, they kind of released the season two of their um, uh, patch. If you don't know what Realm Royale is, it's basically, it's kind of like Fortnite. It's, it's a, but you have spells and abilities in it. And they keep changing the game. It keeps changing so much that um, it's almost completely different at this point. And I actually saw they they added something that um, is interesting. They added basically you can level up the classes, which is something I haven't seen done in a Battle Royale before that I've played at least. Uh, or, you know, that's really caught my attention. But you can level up specifically a class. Like, if you wanted to play... They, there's four classes in it. You, if you wanted to play Warrior, for example, you play level up that class and you can get new new passive abilities unlocked for it so like the first time you go to a forge or the first time you try and upgrade something you're guaranteed to get it uh think imagine fortnite or maybe PUBG or something you go into a building and you're guaranteed to get a gun in that building uh, that you exactly want and it's a high caliber one just for playing the game more there's no way to buy your way up on it so it's not necessarily pay to win or anything like that that's not what the concern is but it's just different in that if you've played the battle royale more than somebody else you could potentially be in an, an advantage over them, which is not something I've seen in Battle Royales, right? If you go into PUBG or Fortnite or anything, you are on a level playing field with everybody else. You drop in, and you're, you're the level playing field with everybody else. There's slight differences I've seen with this with something like you know, League of Legends, where in that game, everybody goes in. They're also on the same playing field, but you can play more. At least I remember they it was like this. I don't know how it currently is. I haven't paid much attention to it, but it was where if you played more, you could get different passive things that slightly boost you and help you a little bit. I don't know how that's going to take for battle royales. I think they're supposed to, it's supposed to be at a level where you have a trade off. Like, you know, uh, you can select one ability. The ability is good, but you, everybody has a basic ability, but you can change that ability from like decrease cooldowns to uh, get a better item to get to better guarantee that but i feel like if there is that item that that person's grinded uh 200 hours to unlock it's prob it might be better and if it is better then that's probably going to be an issue at least to newer players i don't think that's like the craziest issue i think it's a bigger issue in that it's a battle royale type game so we'll see how that works out i really don't know though like i don't i don't know if realm has a uh, I don't know. I haven't played it yet, though. And it might be something next week we do check out or in the next few days. Um, but Ring of Elysium was one that I did check out this week, if you guys saw me playing it. Uh, I only tried some solos and duos in it. It's it's a game much more similar to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. And um, it, it's got a couple different features where basically you just go in, and the biggest difference is that you start with a gun you also start with uh, a, a gadget so you either had like a hand glider you have a bicycle that you can just pull out of your butt at any time you want to or you have a uh, grappling hook which are part of the new map that they basically released and it's interesting um, it's a free game as well which is nice but it's also only on PC and that's kind of what it's like maybe it turns it's I'm guessing at least 
this is something that's going to be a little more gimmicky and along the lines of um uh god i always forget the name of this game but it was the that 80s game also with the bicycle um as well as i mean there's been multiple other games that have come out that have kind of just not been as interesting there was an underwater battle royale game like there's going to be so many different variations of battle royale because everybody's trying to get in on on that um and i don't know i mean i feel like they're they're not really going to have the power of what the 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 juggernaut ones are but if they have enough resources dedicated to it i could see those are the ones that I, I could see taking over at least. Realm has some potential. Like I talked about last week, Spellbreak has some potential. And there's also still like, okay, here was a, uh, there was another game that was supposed to come out that had 1,000 player Battle Royale. And this was supposed to come out at the end of November. It has uh, not come out. It was Radical Heights, by the way. Thank you, chat. It was the, Radical Heights was the other game. I always forget the name of that game, dude. Uh, that was a game. You also had a bicycle. You rode around, spin, win. Like it was, it was basically a battle royale, but set in the '80s. And I don't know. Just felt it was just felt a little gimmicky. Like it was fun to play, but it's just that was it. It was just you play it for a little bit, and it's like, well, the other battle royales are much more fully fledged out. There's more people playing them. Like they're just there's less bugs in them. It's it's a full game. Um, if any of these other ones do make it to release, like the 1,000-player Battle Royale game, they started as 400. I think they said that it's going to be... Uh, because it was 400, it was going to be 100 teams of four. And then they said, well, it's going to actually be... A th we can get it to 1,000 players. And I, I don't know if that's... Yeah, Mavericks Proving Grounds. That's the one. Did I not say it? it anyways. It's just like... It, is that going to happen? I don't know. I would love for it to. Like, there's going to be a point where the technology does improve and they can support more players where it actually is a smooth experience. If that game can figure out a way to do it, that would be incredible. Uh, and maybe that's something that could then take over the Battle Royale genre um, as well as just gaming in general. Imagine if there was just a world where it... Okay, not even specific to Battle Royales, but if there was a game that really could support... like. Uh, what Atlas is trying to do with 40,000 players in a realm uh, or in a world, they, I think what I read was they only had like 125 in one zone in that same world at one time. It wouldn't go more than that. So it was still limited. But imagine a world where the game could support 1,000 players in one area and like the technology gets there. That's where, okay, maybe we're talking, that's, that's on another level. Like we can't, I can't even think of what, the potential for something like that would be it would be i don't know dude that's that's crazy but it's gonna get there eventually it's just i would think at least i, I don't know but uh that's got me a little bit more excited so uh and then in particular about ring of elysium though that we did play a lot of people were asking me what i thought about it is it gonna be good like i i do enjoy it i think it's pretty fun um and it's definitely worth checking out especially because it's free so why not but the the map was cool. The gadgets cool. Still, kind of just want to play PUBG though. That's just that's just my own personal uh, perspective. Also, we got some uh, more news on Division Two PvP. Eve Online is good MMO that handles a lot of players at 1K. Yeah, but does it doesn't that one too still limit the uh, amount of people that will all be in one area at a time? There's also like there's a big space game that's coming out that's going to be 
you know, there, there's tons of stuff that's all in the works, but I'm, I don't know when when it's really going to be out and what what it's going to re- really rival. That's the thing. Like, if these games really don't run good, and they're too complicated, I don't know. I don't think it really has. I don't. You, we have to see. We have to see what it is in full release. Like, you can, we can't just talk theoretical for all of this because it would be so great if there was a solid one thousand player battle royale. I'm sure that would disturb the uh, the state of battle royales. But it's like, is that really going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. And that's where like some of the AAA names, so like obviously we have we also have Firestorm coming out for Battlefield. Even that, like that's still not coming out till March. It's too it's too unpredictable with where it's going to be. Also, Division 2 PVP. This is what I wanted to talk about. Uh last week I said uh, we had some theoretical things going. Well, now they gave us some Hard facts out here. They uh, showed us the new concept that they're going for, and it's pretty much, it's very similar to Division 1. Which has got me a little like, uh, I don't know how this is really going to be. Um, here, I'll show you. There there was a little bit of, uh, oops, there's a little bit of footage that they released for it. Um Okay, so the overall concept is there's still going to be rogue agents in here. If you didn't play the Division 1, it's basically like you go into this open world here. I have it sped up. Let me slow it down. You go into an area that's like it's PvP free, so you can attack other people. It's kind of like Sea of Thieves where you can just steal other people's stuff. You just straight up just steal it from them. You do have to kill them in order to steal it in this game, and I think it's actually going to be a little different than... uh, and, and as, as free open as I, as I kind of want it to be. I feel like one of the things that's always driven me to 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 play like games like World of Warcraft and for that's P, for its PVP, which is something that I really liked back in the day, was always to get the sick ass gear. Like I wanted to get the gear and dominate people. And this game is going to actually have it normalized. So when you're in PVP areas, it doesn't matter if you have the best gear in the game you're still going to be fighting people at an equivalent level. Not all of the zones are like that, but it sounded like that's what the majority of the zones are going to be like. It's majority going to be like a... To me, it just feels like this is just going to be a part of... a smaller part of the game and not a big focus of it. Um, Obviously, again, it's still still early, so we can't really tell, but the... The way that it's shaping is, uh, it's not, it's not as what I was really hoping it it would be. Um, there still is going to be an area. It's going to be called occupied areas where you can get really high tier. You know, your gear actually matters, and that's where you also get the higher tier gear. Apparently, like they're keeping it very under wraps the occupied um, zones, but this normalization is basically going to be. It's it's kind of disappointing, dude. When I first when I first heard it, I was like, ah. But then after that, I I, I kind of I thought about it more, and I was like, yeah, this might be good though, because it'll be easier for people to get into it. Then it also has that more battle royale feel, where it's like everybody's on an equal playing field, depending on what guns you bring in and everything. But the whole aspect of this, and the whole aspect of um, Sea of Thieves and uh, those types of things, is that there actually is a reward there. Like you're gonna be you. You have something that's important. It's important to get good gear. There's there's something on the line 
the fact that you can steal a piece of gear that is really good is one of the one of the compelling things about it. And one of the things I didn't really like about the first division's uh, whole premise of it was the whole going rogue aspect. Um, that really hasn't changed very much either. So basically, if you do decide to attack somebody else, you go rogue, you get a symbol over your head, everybody knows where you are, they're going to be able to attack you and steal your stuff for free. Um, I think that kind of helps level it out a little bit, but it was something I never really got completely on board with. I never really understood from the first one. Uh, but I also only played the first one on console, so it's still something that I'm going to try. I'm just interested to see where it goes with it. As you can tell, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the edge about it. Majority people seem to seem to really like the idea for normalization, though. And I think if you are a big Division Two fan already, like that's gonna, I think it's gonna be an overall benefit. It's gonna be easier to get into it. It's gonna be easier to play it. And if you don't want a PVP, you can go into these areas that are PVP, and you mark yourself as rogue. That's what allows you to attack other players. But if you don't mark yourself as rogue, you can just go about in PVE inside of the environment. Get your gear. Try to escape. Try not to get taken down by all the rogue people. Um, and yeah. And then uh, they're also focusing on the organized PvP aspect to it. Which is like conquest, domination, the standard vanilla PvP type modes which I'd rather just see a, a, a cooler every man for himself, crazy ass, dark zone. Like, you, you can actually get gear, steal gear. Um, and they do have, like, thieving things. There's, like, a whole chain of thieving you can do in it as well. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to have to see what, it, see what it looks like fully. And the beta is coming on it in, I believe, February 7th. They also announced that this week. So we'll get a, we'll get a better idea, I think, there. But I kind of w I was kind of hoping they would focus more specifically on darks, and there is going to be three different dark zones in it, uh, and it's it is still early to judge. But that's kind of where I'm currently at with it, since some people have been asking. Tyler S asked, "What do I want for the future of PUBG?" This I thought was a really interesting question. When PUBG first came out, they said that it was going to be a game that was focused very much on the custom game side of things being able to mod the game and that's something that i still have hope for i don't think they're necessarily going to start doing that but the direction i would like to see the game go at this point is more maps i don't know if this is you know i don't know what other people think about it. i want to see it to see i want to see more maps i also want to see a bigger expansion on the custom games and the crazy uh, limited time mode type thing that they started doing that we've seen like for games like Fortnite do that bring out just different ways to play the game. Um, but full, full further expanded with, with whatever we could imagine, right? That's one of the coolest things about mods. And that's where PUBG started was as a mod uh, for Arma. Like that was where the creator came from for the, for the idea of, of the Battle Royales, right? He made the Battle Royale mod for that. I wanted to do some racing. This is where I actually want to keep going with my content is I want to make it so that we can do – I want to get some smaller teams together like we used to do rather and do some racing in it again and do some of these crazy things that we could only come up with 
if we got the people to all agree on the rules. There's no way to actually implement it in the game. But that's the direction I want to go towards with these is like what GTA mods has done, being able to just like explore the world and get creative and custom with it. If PUBG doesn't want to make it so it's available for everybody else, if they have a team that's just dedicated to expanding the custom game environment on it, and not in particular just to the custom games, that's what I'm saying, like being able to queue into it as well. They have war modes in the game. They have zombies in the game. The only way to play those right now is to get a custom game together, like me streaming that, which I do, but it's just not, it's not scalable to the same extent. And you can try and get all your friends together in a game and create your own game, but because it doesn't matchmake people into that, there's no way to matchmake it, you can't you can't get that same experience. To my knowledge, they've never done zombies in matchmaking, and they've never done uh, war mode where you can just matchmake into it. I feel like that would be an incredible benefit to to where the game could go, and that's where I want that's where I want to see it going. I like the competitive aspect to it too. I think that's fun, but like if they had a proper ranking system and went for that direction too I think that could be fun and you're going up against people of an equivalent rank as you I haven't seen a battle royale really do that super well and the the game that I did see kind of try to do that was Islands of 9 they were going for a much more esports heavy driven thing focused on you know keeping it a level or playing field keeping it where you're going to be able to uh go into more ranked matches, play against people. I think that was the direction that they... That was my understanding, at least, of the direction they were going. It was much more esports-focused. I'm not... I'm just personally not as much into that. I think the creativity and the fun aspects of it, that's what I think has carried over Fortnite really well, and that's what they're doing really strongly um, in a lot of areas, although they have made mistakes that not the, the whole community doesn't like. They do a pretty good job of splitting it off into a separate mode. I would love for them to do that. Peter W. also asked, Do I ever hold back my opinion on games? I thought this was an interesting question. Do I ever hold back my opinion on games for future opportunities that I don't, uh, you know, that, that I want to try and do? Like, you know, if I'm going to do some type of sponsorship or something with, with a company. Um... I don't. I The way that I think about the way that I create content is, first of all, I don't – I try and get this out there as much as I can, but, like, I don't want to be IGN. I don't want to be a, a company that's, like, reviewing games for the sake of trying to inform you, is this worth the money? There's so many channels that already do that that do a fantastic job of it that are trying to figure all that stuff out and, and trying to, you know – they're trying to be the the go-to on the source for what's the best game to get right now and everything. That's not the that's not what I'm going for. I'm a dude that likes to play games. I have my own biases of what I like in video games from my own like I I try and be as open as I can whenever I'm talking about a game for that. There's a lot of games that I really like that people don't that other people don't like. I played Battlefield Hardline a lot. I played that. I made videos on it almost every day. Um, and I don't think I have very much Battlefield Hardline audience still following me. But it was a game that I was playing every day. It was just something that I absolutely loved. And I got the chance to even work, talk with some of the developers on it and get a little deeper into it. It was some of the most, some of the most fun that I had um, doing it. And, you know, I, I just try and be as open with whatever I'm doing as I can. There are some games that uh i don't 
agree with as much. And even like PUBG, I'm partnered with PUBG. I'm a PUBG partner, right? I talk smack on them all the time. It's just something that like I try and be as professional as I can whenever I do anything. And if I don't like something, I try and just put together my thoughts of this is what I don't like. You can try and change it. Uh, or I'm just going to go play something else that I kind of prefer. Um, but I, I, I think that answers your question. And yeah. Battlefield Hardline, baby, the most played of all time. Tom, my guy. Got another hardliner out here. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Didn't really stand up very well, though. And it was definitely not a main Battlefield-type game. Like, I, I, I agree with all the people that didn't like it in terms of, like, it would have been cool to see something else from them. But, you know, I still, I still really enjoyed it. Colin S. asked the uh, the next question I really liked, which was actually the one that was the most liked from all of you guys on the post that I made, which was, when was the last time that I walked into a game store and bought a game? This was like this was like all I was doing when I was younger, right? But I uh, didn't really think about the question. or I, I hadn't thought about that, and it kind of made me realize how freaking... How, how how long it's really freaking been i uh the last time that i i think i i stayed uh, i did a midnight release was for battlefield 4 and i think that was the last game that i got in store as well now i did get the switch and i got legend of zelda i did get that in store that was i just that was great I I didn't play that any any of that on stream or anything. But after that, all of the other games that I've just bought are online. Everything that I've got has just been online. Like after even Xbox One, everything I've just I've just got it online. I don't like having the physical discs of games. I feel like they just clutter everything up. And if I want to go back and play a game, I could just download it rather than I've I just have stacks of old games and stuff that uh, I don't even want to have. Like I just want to. I just want to go back and play the game. I don't necessarily need the physical thing for it. I'm very much not a... I don't care about having it physically with me. But I was back in 2013 when Battlefield 4 came out. I got it for the Xbox 360. I think that was the last 360 game that I got because after that they dropped the Xbox One and you could trade in your Xbox 360 Battlefield 4 version for the Xbox One version of Battlefield 4. And so I traded that in, got the new one, and then pretty much after that, Xbox One, you could just get it from the store. There might have been a couple after, like the Call of Duty games that I got. But I think that was it. I've got stacks on stacks on stacks. See, that's the thing. Like I've got a ton of discs, but they're all old. Like 360, PlayStation... Uh, Nintendo, those were the ones that I really played. Minimalist life it up, Walter. Like, I feel like I just don't need to have all that stuff. Especially just because so much, so many more things are coming out that it's like, man, how the hell can you keep up with it? Plus, I think the biggest change for me was after the Xbox One was out, I played it for... A few months, I think I had it for six months or a year or so, and then I decided, maybe it was even two years, 
because it was a while. Battlefield has a slower release schedule for their games. So I think it was around that time that I got uh, a PC and I started playing games on PC. And I, I mean, do I even... No, I don't have... On my first PC that I built, I did put in a drive so I could put a CD into it. I never did... I never used it once. I wasted $20 on that attachment to build into my PC so that I could use a disc. I haven't used a disc... I don't think I've ever used a disc on my PCs. Even when I was putting the boot drive for uh, 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 for Windows 10, for Windows 7, I just used the USB. You don't even need the disc for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just I haven't used any of that in so long. I don't feel like I need a disc. And all the PC games, I just download them. That being said... My hard drives are getting bigger, partially just because that's where all my video content is stored, and their videos are, files are f super massive. But even if I wasn't, like on my Xbox and those things, or my Switch, which has very limited capacity, I just delete the game and then add it back. Everything's saved to the cloud now, like where your where your save point is in a game. You don't you just you just re-download the game and everything's right back to where it was. That it's just uh, to me. It's amazing. I love it. Mostly because I just hate... I just don't like having a whole bunch of stuff all around me all the time. Simplifies everything. Put a CD disc in your new build. Haven't even hooked it up. See, Steven? That's what I'm saying. Maybe I should even tell people that who are trying to build their own PCs. Like, just forget the CD. You don't need it anymore. I mean, some people some people do use it, you know. There there are some uses, but I just don't use it. Games don't really need it anymore, which is awesome. I think it's a good direction. Uh, the final question that I had pre preset here was from Perry D. He was uh, asking about at the in the first episode and a while ago. I was talking about uh, helping other streamers how I wanted to do that and it's something that I'm still trying to figure out for myself as well right I don't want the, I don't want to do something that's like a I sit down one on one and spend you know if, if it's like hundreds of dollars worth of time trying to help one person who maybe doesn't need it may not be in the right point for it like that's I feel like that's not the way of what I'm going for here um, he was asking like is it random sharing of streams like I, I, I want to I feel like this podcast is hopefully a way that I can try and help other other streamers. I feel like the best thing I can do is try and give my information uh, of of where I'm at out to people and give it give advice in that way. Just gen just general things, if anything. Like I feel like that's the that's one of the best ways to do it. And um, you know, so if if I can answer any questions here as well as when I'm streaming, you know, I'm always happy to talk about things. I get a lot of messages about that too. That's kind of where I'm, my head's more at right now. I'm still working on some other things for 2019 that uh, might be able to help, but I feel like for now the starting point is maybe I can talk about specific things in this podcast to share my opinion on things. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just like any other business and it comes down to everybody's own, own work. And uh, I can maybe help frame things in a certain way or help share my thoughts on things that could be helpful and I'm planning to do more of those types of things but I think the starting point is this as well as just my uh, my main streams um, I do still like I share other people's streams on uh, when I'm done and 
there's only going to be so much retention from that if based on based on the con he was also asking about um you know is it based on uh people's quality of their streams and whatnot i think that's a huge part of it like i shared i try and share content from friends because a lot of my like the guys that i really enjoy i just enjoy their content so i try and share posts from other people's content that are literally like just what i think is amazing and what i think other people should see like when we shared rayvan's stream i think it was a few months ago we've rated him a few uh, at least once since as well um but that was just something that i was like dude this is so awesome this is something that people should see this is like a 12 year old kid who's owning it PUBG. this is like the, this is incredible so it was something that i shared out and there's still things like that that's what i want to do i i'm not just going to share like a hundred streams every day because then it just loses all the value of that and it's just there's not that it's got it's got to be value and content oriented there's got to be the underlying base there um and the content should already be catered for an audience of whatever size you want to do which was the second question too Perry, he, he had a lot to say. All right, chat? He had a lot to say. I'm trying to sum it up and make it as cohesive as possible. He also said, what do I think uh, is the thing that's going to take my streams to the next level to try and get up to where kind of the top streamers are? Do I need to change the way that I make content? He said, you know, he doesn't want me to change my personality or where I'm at in order to try and make it up to the top. Um, and I agree. I don't think that... I don't think that's the way. I don't think that's the way that anybody's done it ever. I don't think the people that are at the top changed anything that they were doing in order to make it to where they were. They did what they did, and that's what got them there, right? Like, I feel like what I'm just trying to do is find my own way with my own content, and I don't think there's anything that's ever going to change. I think it's just going to be uh, improvements, if anything, right? I'm just going to try and continue to figure out where I can prove what unique content I can put out that's better and that will increase my audience size. That's the only thing I'm ever thinking about. When I stream, I don't even look at how many people are watching. Sometimes I do, typically to my own misfortune, of how many people are watching or anything. I try not to focus about any of it. All I'm doing is just trying to put out the best damn content that I can and make it as entertaining as possible. Things that, chat, you guys aren't even thinking about. Uh, I want to do whatever I creatively can to try and put together some dope stuff, some fun moments, and that's what I think succeeds the most. Uh, I've got to figure out a way to beat not just other other top streamers, but content in general across the internet. There's not there's certain limitations that I put on myself. Um, you know, like I don't just just for my own sake. I I don't care what other people do. I think there's great things that other people do, but like. You know, I don't typically try and uh, – that's one of the harder things for me is like on YouTube is like clickbaiting videos a lot. I don't really do that. There's sometimes I'll entice a little bit with my with my videos, but I really kind of keep them a little bit more to what's actually going to happen there. And I try and just let the content carry. Unfortunately, that means that I don't get a lot of clicks, which clicks help the algorithm to try and determine, um, you know, what to show to other people. But I figure if I keep putting out dope content, somebody will stumble across one of my videos. They'll go back through the rest of my videos, it's just like with my YOLO series. And, um, you know, just keep grinding away at the content. So that's kind of where where my head is at with, with it. And I feel like if I'm trying to create content, you know, in terms of, like, some of the top streamers out there, 
Um, that's regardless of platform. Sure, I'm one of the top streamers on Facebook, uh, but looking at it from, you know, uh, grand scheme of themes, like, I always want to keep improving everything that I'm doing and reach as many people as I can and make a fun, entertaining show that, you know, everybody enjoys. Uh, that's That's what I'm trying to do. And I know that wasn't very eloquently said, but hopefully it makes sense and answers your question, Perry. And if you have any follow-ups, feel free to let me know in the next post for next week. I chat. Also, the rest of you guys who put uh, supporters, who put down all your questions, go watch the other episodes of this. They're only like 30 minutes to an hour. We're going to keep it simple. But you're asking the same questions a lot. We got to tighten that up a little bit, all right? Maybe I'll post it earlier in the week. Like, right, maybe I'll post it right after this. Let's try that this week. I'm going to post it right after this so you guys can ask some questions. And if you think of anything through the week, you can just put it on, favorite that post, and just add some more stuff directly to it. I think that might work even a little bit better. Let's scroll back in the chat. I got to read a little bit of it while I was going through today. I think it's going to be a work in progress to trying to continue to do that. But uh I feel like it's better I feel like it's better reading the reading the chat than just a, than just waiting until after the stream to look at it. I think it makes the show a little better because obviously this is a one man show. And I'm hoping too that it is something that we can bring some guests on for in the future. But at the same time, uh you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. As long as I'm really just focused on the conversation rather than playing a game, I feel like this is already going to be different enough of content. Found you from your YOLO videos on YouTube. Pushed me to want to watch more because the personality and gameplay drew me in. Yeah, see, exactly, right? That's, But you don't. nobody searches for guy acting like a soldier unless you hear about it from somebody else or there's some other means. So that's where I started creating other content and trying to say, hey, you like the top plays? Go check out, because people will search for top plays or they'll see epic moments or epic clutch or whatever. Hey, you like this show? Yeah, go check out that one too. Can I be your first guest? <clears throat> you know what? Maybe we do it as something where we bring on somebody else into Discord and have people directly ask and be part. Maybe that's maybe that would be even better. If you have a question, maybe we bring you in on it, and then we can actually just talk. And so if you have a follow-up question, we just get it right there. You know, and we can have more of a conversation that way. Maybe that's a better way to do it for the, for the back half. I don't know. Or maybe we just do it occasionally. But I think chat would, chat helps too. Got any Battlefield Five playtime in with the new update? That's on the list, Chris. I unfortunately have not yet, uh, but I saw that they they have made some updates. The biggest thing that I'm really waiting for right now is oh, dude, I didn't even talk about that. I forgot to mention it. Is the uh, Battlefield Five? The, the I mean, it's small. They showed a little teaser for their uh, Battle Royale mode. And it looks like you're going to be able to drive a tractor 
in it. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Battlefield 5. It was just it was just such a short little teaser. With this tractor. Interesting. Interesting. Does somebody upload a video with like a little the, the picture of the tractor? Anyways, it looked cool. Um I mean it, it, it looked it brought me a little bit of hype. It brought me a little bit of excitement for it. Aculite would be amazing. Yeah, if we brought Aculite on, that'd be fun. I did see some uh I did see some requests for it um in the actual post too. And I'd be interested maybe if we maybe if we got Aculite down to do it, if we got some questions for him too that were more specific. I mean Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Obviously, uh great guy to stream with, do some duos with. Always a lot of fun. I'm going to wrap it there, though, guys. Hugely appreciate you all tuning in. Chat, have a fantastic evening. I will be uh, keeping it. I will post the follow-up right after this so you guys can already start replying and figuring out what you uh, – uh, figuring out some questions for next week as well if you have some. And we'll get a little bit deeper uh, into whatever else comes out. Next week's going to be pretty big. We're gonna It's going to be the full lead-up to uh, – the beta for Anthem. And who knows what else is going to drop. So until then, that's for this one. Thanks so much for watching listening. This is Stonemouse64. Over and out.